Welcome to the Boss Podcast. My name is Joe and I have Kristen and Aaron sitting with me today. Today we are going to talk about all of the amusing things that happened throughout the weekend of weddings that just passed. If you listen to our last podcast, we sat down with Jody from the Saltera Wellness Center and Jody basically handled a variety of questions that we had that the average bride or groom deals with. And I think that after listening to that and after being in that podcast, we can all agree a lot of it just simply comes down to communication and being able to listen to your partner. Um, Stephen Covey talked about in one of his books, great author, talked about in one of his books, Emotional Air. And it's whenever we hear somebody talking and we actually hear them, we're not trying to develop a question um, or already know the answer to whatever question that we're being asked while that other person is still talking. We hear them. So a lot of what Jody was saying is that we need to hear people more. We need to listen and communicate on a higher level than what we currently do in order to get a better end result. But with this weekend of weddings, I can say that some people listened and some people didn't. And we had um, an amusing time to be able to watch and um, throughout the Boss Network, it should be easy. Sometimes it's not. But it should be easy because we have over 400 vendors that are associated with the program throughout a variety of venues. Um, and we refer these vendors because we know their talents. We've worked with them before. We, we can vouch for them, if you will. And then we have vendors that are within the Boss Network that are simply approved to work at our venues because they have the insurance, they don't have bad reviews, uh, they have been in business for a certain amount of years, so on and so forth that we do with our vetting process. But even with all of that, sometimes we end up with weddings that are a little chaotic, we'll say. So um, knowing that Boss is well known for its organization, uh, knowing that it's well known for its all-inclusive packages, knowing it's well known for its five-star reviews. Uh, what else? What else are we well known for? Um, we are well-oiled machines. Mm -hmm. Well-oiled we machines, false advertising, consistency. consistency. What else? Mm. A ton of stuff, right? Yeah. Stuff. I mean, it just, I mean, indoor, outdoor options, beautiful scenery. Mm -hmm. I mean, you name it, we have it. You're looking for hair, makeup, transportation, um, live music. It doesn't make a difference. Whatever you're looking for, we have it. We've been doing this for well over a decade, and we are extremely good at what we do. I will be pompous and arrogant to be able to say that, that I am fully confident in our venues to make sure that everything will be right, and our vendors to make sure that they will perform to a higher level than most ever will. Um, one, of our, one of the compliments we actually received, and it's kind of a bad situation, but we had a photographer, didn't really do as much good communication as she probably could have. She owned up to it. Um, she definitely apologized and all the other stuff, but a lot of comments in the uh, group from the person who um, did not feel that she communicated properly was if this happened at one of the venues that she works at, um, it, this wouldn't be happening. And you're right. Because, it was kind of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> I know? mean, well, it's true, though. <laughs> it, is, it is true. Yes. The, the hard part for the average couple would be if they don't hire a wedding planner, they don't hire a coordinator, or they're not in a reputable, and I say reputable 
Whew, that's a tough one because there's a lot of all-inclusive venues out there that truly aren't all-inclusive, but they offer a few vendors here and there. They have a preferred list that you work off of and they're trying to call themselves all-inclusive. That's not all-inclusive. All-inclusive is like an all-inclusive resort whenever you go to the Caribbean you don't and have you to don't leave. have to worry about anything. You don't anything. have to leave the resort. So, there's a difference. You don't have to leave the resort. Why? Because everything's at the resort. You don't have to leave the venue because everything is at the venue. There's a huge difference between all-inclusive and a preferred vendor list but regardless this a lot of the comments throughout the thread was if you do this at one of the venues then this wouldn't be happening but if you hire this particular person outside of the package uh, outside of the venues then you don't get the same communication you don't get the same person if you will but that comes with being at a at a venue that truly is on their vendors like we make sure that our vendors do not do the wrong thing. I mean, we are mm -hmm. on them all the time. We talk to them all the time. We have great communication. And for the most part, most of them never want to do the wrong thing. But sometimes we stray down a path that maybe we shouldn't. And, you know, that could lead to problems here and there. And it's just human nature. So, I mean, we kind of reel them back in and make sure that they stay on the straight and narrow and make sure that our couples get what they are promised. And if you hire a great coordinator or a great wedding planner or a great all-inclusive venue, you should be able to get the same thing. Now, unfortunately, if the budget isn't there for that, you have to do all that follow-up and you really have to micromanage to ensure that everything is going to happen the way you want because the difference between um, what happens on a wedding day is nothing more than expectations. Mm -hmm. Your vendors may have a certain expectation. You may have a certain expectation, but... If your expectations don't align, one of you end up with unrealistic expectations, and then that leads to problems. You're not happy. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and talk about some of the chaos, because even with all the organization and everything else, we still have chaos, don't we? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, yeah. it happens, right? So um, we're going to talk about a multitude of venues and a multitude of weddings, and thankfully, again, no rain. It, it was just a perfect weekend with temp i mean granted it was hot as hades i it mean it was hot but it wasn't like it's supposed it's gonna be hotter today and then it was all these weddings weekend. happening in the evening it's not like they happened at two o'clock in the afternoon when it yeah. was hot hot i don't I recommend mean, anything at two o'clock in the afternoon this, this time of year <laughs> july or august north carolina just wait till 4 p.m at least at least yeah and then you can enjoy that you know cool breeze mm -hmm. and the temperature starting to drop and the sun setting and party into the night if you will but one of the things that happened at one of the venues and i'll start off again we're not going to say which venue but one of the things that happened at one of the venues is um, the couple decided to bring a lot of their own decorations and they brought all these decorations in one massive ass u-haul truck oh boy <laughs> and usually not a you problem u-haul joe <laughs> but the problem is this particular venue has quite the hill when it comes to unloading and loading um, in that particular area and they brought the u-haul truck on down everything was in the u-haul truck and this is when it gets kind of crazy because what happened was the driver of the u-haul truck i don't know if it was just excitement i don't know if it was just forgetfulness i don't know if it was weed i'm joking i don't know <laughs> maybe they've never was. driven a u-haul yeah. you but can rent them the average joe can drive a u-haul they backed <laughs> down and they were ready to unload and all the guys were there to unload 
unload everything that was in the back of this 28-foot U-Haul. And um, it's a big one. And then, needless to say, the gentleman jumped out of the truck and. I don't know if he had it in neutral, drive, reverse still. I don't know what happened there. He seemed very confused after it all happened. But uh, when he jumped out, the truck kept going. And um, it ran over <laughs> two trees and these little abravite trees, which is what the deer love to eat, if you will. Um, it ran over two trees, went over a four-foot rock wall, slid down a little bit farther, and hit the... Um, septic alarm that tells you if the septic is full or not thankfully not on this day mm -hmm. um, ended up hitting um, a barrel and definitely got stuck on the concrete so the truck is really long if you will so picture like the back end of the truck is down on the grass and then the top end of the truck is up on the concrete and the middle of the truck is just like wedged in on the concrete like just stuck there now this is all happening at about 11 o'clock in the morning, right? The wedding is scheduled for four o'clock. There's a lot That's that a has lot. to happen <laughs> before four o'clock. So at first everybody was just like, oh shit, like this just happened. And I mean, we're talking like the back of the truck is now maybe 50 feet from where the ceremony is. When the photographer shoots back up the aisle they're going to see this truck just sitting there <laughs> and it may not even have been a u-haul truck now that I'm, it was a yellow truck but maybe not a even penske. maybe a penske truck. <laughs> either which way the the back of the truck is sitting there and it's just like the axle level the drivetrain whatever the hell it is that's underneath of the truck the big ball and the rod and everything literally stuck on the concrete right there so the first thing we do is we have to get in action, right? We got to figure out what the hell to do because they, everybody came running, screaming. You heard a bunch of yelling and everything else. And it was rough for the first 10 minutes. There was a lot of embarrassment with the driver. Um, I did smell to see if there was weed. Uh, I don't believe so, but nose was stuffy. And we opened up the back of the truck. And the first thing we did was start getting everything off the truck. Well, you need that anyway. Yeah. So. You need the decorations, the decor, right? Mm -hmm. They had big letters and everything. And I mean, it was a lot, but they ended up finally getting everything out. In the meantime, we're trying to figure out what the hell do we do? Because you got two trees sitting underneath of the truck. You don't just drive that back up the hill. You can't drive it. So there's nothing much we can do at this point. So, uh, so we ended up calling a towing, a towing company and um, they're local to the area, usually take care of all of our tows no matter what. Um, but we ended up calling them. They ended up bringing out one of their big wreckers. They were here by about 1.30-ish, I would say. Now, keep in mind, ceremony, the prelude starts at 4 o'clock. Ceremony starts at 4.30. The tow truck shows up at about 1-ish, maybe 1.30. And uh, we ended up having the tow truck driver looked at us and said, it's going to bust up all your concrete when I bring this truck up. Mm. Like, it's going to bust it up. Because what happens is this big ball, and I think it's called the drivetrain, is going to hit the concrete whenever he pulls it back up because it went over the concrete if you will and now it's just a force of nature it's what's going to win the drivetrain or the concrete either the drivetrain is going to get knocked off or the concrete's going to get pushed up it's one of the two but we have guests arriving in two and a half hours roughly it's a problem it's right a problem. so the tow truck driver ended up doing something where he ended up putting some kind of lift on the bottom of the truck to lift it up higher and it was on wheels in the grass so this way it wouldn't budge the concrete is what he finally came up with 
and then he started to bring it up past the concrete. We finally got this little drivetrain piece over the concrete, if you will, but now it's scraping up against the concrete. But we still have the entire truck, the wheels and everything are still off the concrete, and I wish you could see a picture of this. It was ridiculous how long this truck is, and you don't think about that on the average day, only on a wedding day when it's sitting in the ceremony. <laughs> so, needless to say, the tow truck driver finally starts to push it up. Uh, the two back tires are now stuck and wedged up against this wall. Eventually, they make it over. Uh, the two trees are flattened like all hell. And uh, we have guessed this is all taking about an hour. He had to do everything really slow. Uh, pictures are already starting up with the bridal party at this point. And finally, he gets the truck up and over on the concrete. And he is able to get it towed on out of here. Um, so as you can imagine, that was a little bit stressful, a little bit chaotic, but I hope the driver picked up the additional insurance that mm -hmm. they try and sell you, mm -hmm. <laughs> unless that was like their personal Penske truck. Yeah, we're going to find I out. We're, we're going to find out how much, <laughs> um, how much damage there is, but I know the concrete got hit really hard. Those two trees are going to need to be replaced. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, it was pretty rough, pretty crazy all because one person just wasn't paying attention, um, and just let it, just let it ride. I maybe, mean, maybe, 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 maybe devil's advocate over here maybe the um, e-brake well i was thinking maybe he didn't throw up the e-brake but could the truck have been like faulty maybe, maybe. some faulty equipment or something That's malfunctioned true. you know i i don't know i can't possibly imagine what was going through the bride's head when she looked out the window and she saw this truck sitting in the ceremony area can you imagine being that bride nope like I remember one time, and this is not, it was not my wedding day, it was not a Penske truck, so it wasn't like a 28 foot truck, um, a giant limb fell on my car, I was at a friend's house, and my husband was like, Aaron, get out here now, get out here now, so it was a really big tree branch, not the whole tree, but, and it did mess up my car pretty, pretty bad, and I just stared at it, and he's like, well, are you not going <laughs> to say anything? I was like, I mean, what is there to say? Like, right. I was like, well, let's get it off, I'm pretty sure the, the car will still, still drive, but freaking out isn't going to undo the damage you know mm -hmm. but on my wedding day it might have been a little different <laughs> i just don't know if anybody can truly understand and appreciate the stress and everything that it caused and again this is a diy bride she wanted to do everything herself i get it and there's nothing wrong with that but sure. when you rent that truck and you do everything you gotta have somebody who can operate the damn thing and you know they just liability behind that they let anybody bit. drive those damn things they do. <laughs> so. i've driven one they're Anybody. They're big. terrible. I don't like dropping those things. <laughs> and then uh, one of the venues we just happened to be at, there was a dead bird. There was. That was not good. Not good so, at all. In the basket. Very there was sad. a fern and uh, Kristen wanted to replace the ropes in it to replace it the chains and she's been working on this whole project and I go to tip it and birds just sitting there dead inside bird the plant. Or bird birds. One bird. Oh, just like, oh there. there's a family of birds. I mean they <laughs> lay a lot of eggs in they, these ferns. They do. But, uh, we had a dead bird so that was not good but the bride never saw it so that's okay. What else happened? That's not the only time these birds have like interfered on the wedding. They are terrible mothers. I remember that that one. Wasn't it two little birds? They were brother sister birds. Now I don't how, know if how they do were. You, how do you know the sexuality? I'm just we're guessing. assuming. I'm just okay. guessing. Kristen, we're not allowed I'm to not assume. You know what happens when we assume? Flip them up. Two sibling birds. <laughs> do birds have penises? They should. I'm sure they do. Should we Google it? Do birds have penises? I don't know. Not that hang out. She said she was going like to flip snake. it up and look. I mean, what I'm, are you looking for? A hole. Maybe. 
right, off topic. So go ahead. We digress. So, <laughs> so yeah, the uh, sibling birds kept trying to um, be in the reception area. They kept walking or hopping, hopping or because they couldn't fly. Oh, boo. They were so cute, and I had to move them because if I didn't move them, they would have been trampled over, stepped on. Yeah. And of course, the bride and her bridesmaids are out there, and like, oh, they're so cute. I'm like, I know this is like the fourth time I've had to move them. So then, you know, take them down to the beach area. And in my imagination, I just like to think that they grew up to be no, they did. happy birds. They did. And, you know, they did. they're living their life. Yeah, yeah, they're great. So, what else happened? I mean, I guess we've got a couple stories we could share about birds. No, no, no. Let's no? stay on track. Okay. I was like, so, this weekend of vets, who else got one? I wasn't monitoring at all. <laughs> you know, um... This this is a story that I overheard because you know all the venues we do chat. It, it mm-hmm. wasn't anything I was personally involved in, but you never know the situations you're going to run into. And I, I wonder if if that had been my couple, how would I have responded to the the bride? So, so you're saying it's Kara? It's not Kara. Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> no. 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 It's I, again. This is a different venue. Um, okay. But you know we do get to know our couples really well, mm-hmm. and. If if I had had a bride approach me with the situation, I'm like, oh, what would I? Have, what advice would I have given? Because this did you give advice? I did, no. I told her I was. This was overheard. Okay. But if it were my bride, would I give advice? Would you? I I don't know. You know the story in your head. We don't. Would you maybe, give advice? Maybe okay. Maybe maybe okay. maybe I'll tell you guys the story mm-hmm. and then you tell me if you would give advice or if you just shut up and not say mm-hmm. anything. Because a part of me is like I'm just just shut up and not say anything. So anyway anyway anywho, um, what happened? This is, this is adult content. Warning, warning. Um, <laughs> so, okay, let me ask you this. Um, you two, Joe and Kristen, are you familiar with the um, adult site OnlyFans? Yes, I've heard. Okay, of so it. we know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, if you know what it is, if you don't know what it is, I'm not here to explain it. Just it's adult content. And I guess what happened was um, the bride had a secret account. Okay. Interesting. Interesting, right? I, like, I would immediately throw my eyebrow up if my one of my brides was like, "Yeah, I do this." I'd be like, "Really? Like, we don't get to know you that well, but I don't uh, want to know you that well." But hey, girl, you do you, you know? So she had an, an account that her fiance did not know about. I guess it was doing doing well, and she was not willing to give it up. But whatever. Again, you do you, boo. Um, mm-hmm. Come to find out, if you ho- have your own profile like that, and you you do that content. Um, you can see who subscribes to your channel. Oh, it, I get. I would. I guess that this is what I heard, right? And the future father-in-law is a new subscriber. Don't oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, pause. <laughs> wait, wait, what? So future husband does not know, hmm. but future father-in-law obviously knows because so he is subscribed to. Are you an OnlyFans like? <laughs> wow. Do you know enough about it? I, I have never personally like logged in and seen it, but I, I know what it is. So as an OnlyFans person, the person who's actually performing, I guess. Sure. Like you, the, the account holder. You can see the people who are watching you. Correct. Okay. And then the people who are watching you, do they know that you can see them? I, I don't know. I'm just curious. Anybody want to chime in? <laughs> so, Drop us an answer in the comments. Well, like, I'm curious. Like, when he subscribes, is he, like, expecting her to say, I know you can see me? Like, I know that you know I'm well, watching that's you? That's what I have to know is, like, I'm, like, am I allowed to sit down and have a Q&A with this bride? Um, because, right. like, 
So the dilemma there was, okay, the future father-in-law is now a subscriber to Bride and future husband does not know about this page. That's a lot. At what point do you address it with future husband or future father-in-law? Like, what time, when does he address it with his son? Exactly. So I can say personally, if that was a situation that I had landed myself in, which it's not, um, (laughs) (laughs) I would, I personally feel like you should address it with the future husband before the future father-in-law has a chance to do so. Mm-hmm. Is the wedding day the time or the place? Ooh. Did, I, did they? I don't. That I don't know. Mm. Um, it was like the the dilemma was was brought up to on on the wedding day. So I I don't know if it was brought up then and there. I mean that that's going to go back to most people understand. There's a time and a place, and I mm-hmm. don't feel like that's a here and now. But but I mean yeah. we, we did learn that we there was a bride that threw hands and yeah at a wedding so yeah there time yeah, and place true. as well time and place went yeah. out the window when hands are thrown mm-hmm. um so yeah that that's an interesting one I'm like should I can I find her on Facebook and like follow it out right mm. out the story what would what would you guys say so like if if I had a bride sitting in my office and she's like Aaron OMG this is what's going on I. I think my my jaw would probably audibly hit. The so what floor. would Jody say <laughs> yeah. from Saltero? What would Jody say? She'd say you need to communicate. <laughs> For <Yeah>. real. <laughs> Who do you she communicate say, with? The future husband or the future father? Why are we keeping secrets? Right. I completely agree. Like I'm not like anti OnlyFans, but I feel like if that's you know a, a type of living you're going to make, I think your partner should know about it. Mm-hmm. It you know if it wasn't a secret. But the bank account's a secret. Everything's a secret. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming like the the way funds are processed, it's not going to any kind of joint account. And maybe you don't have a joint account at this point. Maybe you never do. You know, that's not for everybody. Some people don't. Um, so I don't even know that the funds or anything would have necessarily been the problem. But if he knew about it before the future father-in-law knew about it, would it have been as bad to have been like, Hey, future husband, uh, awkward. Your dad subscribed to my channel. Oh, I mean, by the way, I have a channel. <laughs> oh, right. Now you have to throw in, now I have a channel. Yeah. But, but if he knew about it in advance and was okay with it, then it's just kind of awkward and weird that your dad subscribed to it. But not as awkward as now, oh yeah, I have that channel. And the dad always has a backup plan. He's like, well, I heard about it through a friend and uh-huh. I guess I just mm-hmm. wanted to get on there and see and it for see myself. If it was so this true. way I could talk to you about it. So I guess. Awkward. I'm telling you, that's rough. I would actually play it out, not say a damn thing, and just see how long dad follows me. That's what I would do. Because if yeah. it's more than one week, it's entertainment. But if it's like if it's a couple days a couple and days, all of a sudden the future husband finds then out. Then it's it was just curiosity, right? Hmm. That would be my <laughs> opinion. But the problem with OF is that you know anybody can subscribe to your channel, right? Yeah. I mean, they can search different things, and you know that you're putting your stuff out there, and people are eventually going to see it. How many of the guests have seen it? That's very true. I think this, again, based off what I've heard, maybe I'm going to do a little research on the OF. Um, (laughs) I think you can change, like, the demographic you target. So, like, say you're... Target doesn't mean that somebody still can't find you, though. I think... they can make it that they can't though you know a lot more about of than you're leading on to well I, again i just I, I i don't actually don't know as much as i'm putting <laughs> out there but i feel like you can like if i'm in north carolina and i don't want anybody in a hundred mile radius or 200 mile radius or the state of north carolina to be able to find me mm-hmm. i think you can set it that hmm. way 
Interesting. Let's do some digging. Somebody pull up only fans. <laughs> they like continue. We're here. Don't pull it up while you're here. Don't pull it up. <laughs> All right. So what else happened this weekend? So that was a doozy. Kristen has one. Oh, so you know how we talk about kids, mm-hmm. right? So the bride, not at Belmont, but just through, you know, knowing other mm-hmm. people, you know, and you people talk. Through the grapevine. So the bride wanted to have only kids for bridal party, 12 and under. And we all know how kids can just do their thing, mm-hmm. do what they want to do. Um, so 10 on each side, all guys on one side, all girls on one side, kids. Were they like all 12 or were they like? And under. Okay. And so like, you know. So every, nobody paid attention. Nobody, no. I was no. like, you know, like I would would 10 to 12 this? will pay attention to you. Yeah. Maybe. Sort of. I mean, it just depends on. Uh, girls are more apt to pay attention than the guys. Well, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Sexist. Uh, no. No. It's, it's statistically it's proven. Mm-hmm. It's like mentally girls mature faster. Sexist. Than no. guys. Mm-hmm. Proven. Fact. Mm-hmm. Where's Jody when we need her? Anyways, <laughs> jumping back. Um, so yeah, and, but what was uh, apparently the most interesting was you know, the little kids, because um, when the bride came out, they felt the need to run up to her and walk with her. Oh, yeah. I'd have been mad. You yeah. know what though? She invited all kids to her wedding. She expected that shit. Mm-hmm. She knew that things were just going to happen. It was going to be chaotic. It was just, it is what it is. And you kind of go with the flow. It's probably got to be one of the most chill brides that we have probably yeah, ever very had. very laid back. When you think about it that way, I mean, when you invite kids to be, I mean, was she a teacher? I'm guessing a teacher. In I was going to say teacher, did, daycare yes. worker, so teacher. something like that. The problem is, is that she knew she that. She was okay with it then. It was chill. It was whatever happens, happens. It's okay it's probably cute it's probably going to make the news it's going to definitely hit social media hard this week yep i mean it is going to be something that people are just going to want to talk about so mm-hmm. i can easily see that happening i, I think mean it's, it's kind of entertaining, entertaining. yeah entertaining, she probably had probably more damn, more um <laughs> what's the word i'm looking for she probably had more uh, damn it what's the word like appreciation toward the toward the actual wedding like um why can i not think of this damn word um <laughs> So it was. Pro- I mean, it sounds like something truly of her own. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people wouldn't sign up to do that. No, and we do. Like, we encourage our brides. You know, make it your own day. Yeah. You know, your day doesn't have to look the same as mine. Support. Okay. She probably has more support <laughs> from these kids than what she would from her actual bridal party. See, That's how many true. times have we seen bridesmaids up mm-hmm. there, and they're so into themselves, and it's mm-hmm. like. It's not about the bride, right? Mm-hmm. Like they think it's an Insta photo and everything else. And it's like, they're just trying to look perfect and have the perfect smile the entire thing. These kids were probably just focused on her. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. I mean, and that's I mean, pretty damn cool. It's like being a real life princess when you have all these kids around mm-hmm. you. In my mind, that is how I would picture it. Like, especially the younger girls are like, oh my gosh, I want to be just like you when I get married. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. So it's just, you know, from one extreme to another, it's yeah. just interesting how it all works out yeah i do love that though we had one uh a while back but she was um she had a daycare class or something and the kids were they maybe like eight to like five so we'll say like five to eight but there was like 10 of them um she didn't make them the bridal party she um made them honoraries Nice. But they all walked up the aisle and it was super cute. But I mean, you just kind of have to know anytime there's a child involved, mm-hmm. whether it be like the two year old flower girl, too young, or, um, <laughs> you know, your, your 14 year old bring bear, kind of old. Um, <laughs> like the kids are going to, you know, it, it could, it's going to, it could go one way or another mm-hmm. or perfect. 
You mm-hmm. know, you never know. You it don't. Was, it was cute, though. Mm-hmm. I know of one other one that happened really bad. And unfortunately, um, not the venue's fault, not anybody's fault. I don't know if it's the bride and groom's fault. I don't know. You guys can tell me. So oh, I'll tell you. Oh, I know. <laughs> Lay it out there. So this was a 5 to 11, right? Okay. At one of the venues, of course. And guests started showing up right around 5 o'clock. And they had about 125 people. Okay. Outdoor ceremony. Pretty simple. And 5.30, we were supposed to start up the actual processional, the ceremony, if you will. And the bride asked us to be able to wait because she didn't see enough people down in the ceremony area, right? Okay. Unfortunately, we're no strangers to this at this point. We hate it because you're outdoors, it's freaking it's August, mm-hmm. it's hot, and all these other people showed up on time, but now you want us to wait because the people who are showing up late, you don't want to have missed your ceremony. But all the people that showed up early are literally out there sweating, right? Like yeah. it's hot as hell. So we hate it because we know it's a bad guest experience but somewhere in this bride's mind and the groom was pretty chill he was just like look if she wants to wait we'll wait if she wants to go we'll go if they can't show up on time it's their own damn fault right and i'm totally mm-hmm. with the groom on this one she was like no 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 these are really important people blah 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 i'm like no they're assholes i mean they just are i mean this is a <laughs> once really in a lifetime event <laughs> and you're basically saying i'm you're not as important you will wait on the bride's supposed to be the last person into the ceremony not the guest Right? right? And if we would have started on time, those guests would have been the last one into the ceremony, not the bride. So True. no, you're an asshole and that's okay. But she wanted to wait. We waited an additional 25 minutes. Wow. That's a that's long time. That's a long time. time. Cause now the guests like have almost been out there for an hour, right? Hot. The good ones. And it's so hot out there and it's August and you have to take this into consideration. 25 minutes she, may, she waited. And eventually, people did start trickling in, the, the majority of them, at roughly the 20-minute part. But think about it. Those people would have, would have been 20 minutes late to the ceremony. They would have been showing up, like, at the kiss. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's sad, no, right? Like, <laughs> they don't care about you. And, you know, you can make every excuse in the book you want for them. I would say maybe 1% have a real excuse on why they were late. Something really tragic ended up happening. Um, you know, I hey, look. I'll give a really quick story and then I'll hurry up and get back to this. But we had one at Belmont and I won't forget it. Mm-hmm. Right. So and when I say the get the one guest that was late was the brother who was supposed to walk the bride down the altar, down, mm-hmm. down to the altar. Right. And the brother was a was a brain surgeon. He was ridiculous, is ridiculously smart. Mm-hmm. OK, well, flew here <laughs> from. Do you remember what city? Do you remember what, uh, what country they were in? Uh, I feel like Japan or some, something. I think it's some Asian. All right. So either which way, I definitely know it was an Asian one. Good guess on that one. All right, but, Japan is in Asia. <laughs> so he flew here. So he was on rotation. He literally had just a certain amount of time to be able to make this happen, to walk his sister down the aisle. Right. He flew here. That's a long ass flight. Mm-hmm. Right. Stayed in the Holiday Inn in Reedsville. God bless it. Nothing wrong with it. We're okay with it, right? Eight minute drive. So eight minute drive. The problem is in in his world, Uber and Lyft is everywhere. Everywhere. He's in a major city. It's everywhere. In his world, he never he never thought 
that there wouldn't be Uber and Lyft in a particular area. He just doesn't think that way, right? Extremely book smart. I don't know how street smart, but extremely <laughs> book smart. We're talking about a brain surgeon here. To be okay? fair, though, if you've never been to like a Reedsville or a Stokesdale. I get it. You, yep. You're just yep, like, we say it all the time. I grew up in Charlotte. Uber and Lyft weren't a thing then, but, but now they I, would be. You I know? get it. So he's at the hotel. And he knew he wanted to show up about a half an hour early, but mm -hmm. now he, he put the Uber thing in the app or whatever and put the request in and they always say they're coming. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it works. They, they always cancel. say that they're coming, mm -hmm. but they don't. And nope. now we're sitting at about the 10 minute point mm -hmm. to the ceremony and he starts walking. Walking, right? yes. Walking. Now remember, it is an eight minute drive. drive. That is not an eight minute walk, nope. okay? And he's doing this Ooh. in a suit, yep. okay? And he's on the phone with them because he's like, Uber never came and picked me up. No shit. <laughs> so then he starts, he's like, I'm going to, I'm just going to walk it. I'm going to walk it. You guys aren't that far away from me by car. Mm -hmm. I get it. You're eight minutes away. And then one of the guests is like, no, we need him. He has to be here. And I'm like, all right, at this then point, go get him. I'm just like, yeah. whatever. So then the, the, one of the guests went to go drive to go get him, came on back. I get that guest. I get the situation. I understand why that guest was late. I understand why we had to hold off on the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Due to the fact that you just left early because you wanted to get your hair right and everything else, or you are that poor at time management, or you just don't give two dams about the couple, I don't feel for you. I could mm -hmm. really kill us. I want to make a spectacle of you coming into the ceremony late because you're an a-hole. That's, that's what mm -hmm. I want to do, but I'll be nice. So... Either which way, we ended up waiting the 25 minutes to be able to finally start the ceremony. The guests start trickling in at the 20 minute point. We finally get on with the ceremony. Everything is perfectly fine. They end up going to cocktail hour after the bride and the cup, you know, the groom, the whole bridal party, they end up taking their pictures, all fine. The guests are finally in air conditioning and cocktail hour. They're enjoying themselves. They're finally getting a drink. They're wet. <laughs> I mean, because they sat outside for an hour in 90 degree weather, right? Mm -hmm. So now it's kind of that uncomfortable and I'm watching it happen where they go from being sweaty in these nice clothing to now they're going into air conditioning. That's, that's not, that's tough, right? It's gross. But they get in their drink, they go back outside, they start to cool themselves off and then they go for dinner. I get it. Everything is fine. The couple goes down. They want to be able to take more pictures while the guests are in dinner. This is where the hard part hits. 80% of the guests left. While they were down? While like they were down taking pictures. 80% of them left. <laughs> they were probably mad. When, you, when they came back from pictures, they had roughly 25 people sitting at tables. Maybe 30 people sitting at tables. And they're just like, where did everybody go? And the hardest part for a coordinator, for this particular coordinator, who I felt really bad for, is telling them, it's, they left. I mean, this, this is it. This is who you have left they were livid. Like their whole night was just ruined to them because it's how can these people leave? And I have to ask the question in the back of my head, how can you make them wait? Then, you know? yeah. And the people who left, were they the same people who showed up late? I don't know, but do they really care about you? Were they here just to be able to get fed and say that they arrived, took a few pictures, so this Sign way they could post book. it mm -hmm, and yep. then be done with it? I mean, should you have eloped in this particular instance when you don't have that supportive extended family? Obviously, the immediate family and the people who are close to them all stuck around. Mm -hmm. But we don't hang out with 125 people in our life on a daily basis, right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we know this about ourselves, but if you don't have that support system, should you have done this big hoopla of a wedding? In this case, I mean, we love our weddings, but in this this case, I would have said no, because you didn't have that supportive family to back you up. 
I would say because you know I, I've seen that happen not often, but I, I've seen it where a majority of them dip and then you're left eighty like, freaking percent. That's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're left with like your 20, 25 people out of a hundred and twenty-five. Make the most of it. Those yeah. are the people Party who care on. about you. Party right. with the people who care. They you know? care like, immensely. Don't let that. I mean, it sucks. Don't, mm-hmm. get, don't get me wrong. That sucks. But don't let it ruin your night. No. Now I will say the Party coordinator on. had to do everything in their power to make it absolutely awesome. Assured the couple, these are your people right here. Exactly. These mm-hmm. are the people who truly care about you. And I will say, she also said none of those twenty-five people left. That's awesome. Well, they couldn't. Oh, say, well, <laughs> Can if you were imagine? one of those 25, would you have it's left? Like, yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to go now. now, and it's like, Oh, you everybody know, else really? left. I should no, leave too. So it's like, they all just stuck around till the end. It did end early, which sucks, right? Because you never want it to end early. You always want it to let you, like the best wedding, the absolute best wedding is when it cuts out an hour before it's supposed to. Like if, and we do six hours here for, and that's a long time. Most, mm-hmm. most can only hang for five because as much as it's your special day talking to the couple, it's not their special day. It's, it's a long time to keep people gathered. But at the same time, the best wedding is when everybody wants more. When yeah. everybody mm-hmm. wants more, that's the one that's going to be talked about time and time again, years and years and years past. And many of our couples have experienced that if they listen to us, God bless. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it has to do with timing. A lot of it has to do with your family. A lot of it has to do if you have a social crowd or a party crowd or whatever the case may be. And we guide you on all this based on our experience if you listen to us in this particular case unfortunately the couple really set the precedent i don't care like Mm -hmm. i want everybody here to witness this and i don't care about the people who are already sitting in that ceremony i wanted everybody here and if they're going to show up late i'm going to make all this 90 other percent of the crowd end up staying and sitting down there and waiting Mm -hmm. and they fired back you know, they, they were, well, and the big part is they were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the huge part. It's like their clothes are wet. They're uncomfortable. And, you know, or in like essence, feel gross. they're yeah. not getting a lot of time with the couple. I mean, let's face it. Right. So they started 25 minutes late and then the ceremony ended up taking place. They had to go rush and take pictures. They were in cocktail hour alone. They came up for dinner and then the couple doesn't stick around for dinner. They went down for more photos because they wanted more photos. Granted, they were running late because of the 25 minute point. Right. Mm-hmm. But they had to get more photos. So the, the crowd. It's just like, are we going to get any time with them at all? And I get that feeling, you know? So mm-hmm. now granted 80% of the crowd just leaving. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, was it, was it in, was it in like, were they not together on this? I mean, no. did they try to do it on purpose? <laughs> was it like I a mean, group text message that 20% like, didn't you know, get? I want to go to Longhorn <laughs> yeah. Steakhouse now. It's like, what the hell? You know? So I After don't. After party at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. But either that which way, suck. I think that was, that's the majority. We've had, a, I mean, we had nine going on just this weekend. So, I mean, it was a lot going on. We hear about a couple negative things, but is there anything else anybody else heard about? That was pretty much, I mean, that, that but that's Besides just, all the positive that's stuff. That's just a weekend. <laughs> you know, that's just one weekend. It's like an emotional roller coaster, up, down, up, down. So True knowing that. the fact that we'll end it with that, I just want to say, you know, make sure that you take care of your couple. If they're inviting you to their wedding, God bless. Try to take care of them the way that they're taking care of you. They are living, literally giving you a night out. And yeah, it's to celebrate their love, but let's celebrate their love. And let's also remember at the beginning of this podcast, we had mentioned that we are also known for false 
false advertising. Every single damn story that you heard today is absolutely false. There is no way that shit would happen at any of our venues. We are the bomb. We are incredible at what we do, and it's just not going to happen. So gotcha. I hope that you all heard at the beginning, like Jody from Saltero Wellness Center had said, you have to listen. You have to communicate. And if you listened at the beginning of this podcast, you would hear where we said this all was going to be false advertising. So we hope that you enjoy yourself. We hope you enjoyed a good chuckle. Have yourself a nice day. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.